Hi, boys and girls. This is Ms. Kathy. I'm so happy you've joined me today for another story just for you. Anne on a Mission by Ruth O'Neill Anne had already talked to her parents, and now she awaited their answer. For a couple of years, she'd felt God calling her to go on a mission trip. Not only would she be able to help other people learn about God, she could also see how people in other countries lived. Anne knew she was very fortunate to have all the things she had, but she wanted to appreciate them even more. Maybe she even wanted to discover that she could live just fine without many of the material items she was blessed with. Then one of her best friends had an opportunity to do mission service. My grandparents are missionaries in the Philippines, and they've invited me to spend a few weeks with them over the summer, Joseph had eagerly informed Anne. Do you want to go too? Yes, Anne had exclaimed. You know how much I want to go on a mission trip. I'll ask my parents. That had been a few days ago, and now Anne hoped that they'd made a decision that included the word yes. All right, Anne, we've decided you can go to the Philippines, her parents finally told her. Anne could hardly believe what she was hearing. She jumped up and down, danced around the room, and hugged them both. Slow down, her dad said. There's a lot of work to be done. We talked to Joseph's grandparents, and they're happy to have you come along with Joseph. They'll arrange for you to stay with another missionary family. The trip will last three weeks and will cost $3,000. We'll help you as much as we can, but you're going to have to raise a lot of money yourself, Anne. You'll need to write a letter and send it to family and friends that you think might be able to help you. Oh, that won't take me any time at all, Anne waved her hand in the air and grinned. This is going to take more time, energy, and thought than you realize, honey. I want you to pray about it for a few days before you write the letter, Dad said, trying to bring her back to reality. You need to remember that this is a mission trip, and you'll be expected to work hard, Dad continued. It's not a vacation that generous people are helping to pay for. When you come back, we're going to ask that you give a report and send out thank you letters to everyone who helped you raise money for the trip. Anne smiled. Sure, that makes sense. No problem. But things didn't fall into place as quickly as Anne had hoped. She did send out letters, but about two months before the trip, she'd raised only a few hundred dollars. She didn't have enough money to pay for her plane ticket, and she knew her parents didn't either. One day, Mom noticed Anne's discouraged look. What's wrong, honey? she asked. I'm not getting the money I need to go on the trip, Anne replied softly. Well, this is an opportunity for God to grow your faith. Mom put her arm around Anne. You're young, and you haven't yet had to deal with certain challenges. This is God's chance, and you need to allow Him to work in your life. But how? Anne asked. You need to put all your faith in Him. If He wants you to go on the trip, then He'll help provide the money. And you may be surprised where that money comes from. It may be from a source that is completely out of your control. That's how you'll know it's God. Anne thought about her mother's words. She wanted to have faith that God would provide, but she was getting a little concerned that she wouldn't be able to go on the trip. She took a deep breath and let it out. Then she decided to pray since it was on her mind. God, I really want to go on this trip and serve you, she said softly. You know that my parents don't have the money to send me. I want to have faith in you that you'll provide exactly what I need. Please help me to trust you. During the next couple of days, Anne tried not to dwell on the fact that she didn't have enough money, but it kept coming to her mind. So every time she thought about it, she'd pray and put it in God's hands. 
He's the only one who can do anything about it, she'd remind herself. When she got home from school one afternoon, her mother had a message for her. Joseph's mom just called, and she had some good news. She heard from her father, and he said he was able to get the plane tickets cheaper than he thought. Instead of $3,000, he had to pay only $1,800. That's great, Anne said, sitting down in a chair. I'm much closer to reaching my goal. Another week passed, and a bit of money came in, but it was still not enough. Anne continued to pray, hoping that God would provide. She hated to have to return the money people had given her and stay home. Besides, her ticket had already been purchased. Later that evening, her parents gave her some more good news. Since you're so close to reaching your goal, Mom said, we've decided we'll cover whatever is still needed. You're supposed to leave next week, and we don't want you to have to back out now. We don't have a lot of money, but we can cover the rest of it if necessary, Dad added. What a relief! Now Anne at least knew she would definitely be able to go. This doesn't mean we want you to stop praying, Dad said. God can still work miracles. Anne took her parents' advice and continued to pray. She even asked a few of her close Christian friends to pray for her. The day before the trip, Anne felt so excited that she could hardly contain herself. She was almost all packed and ready to go, except for a few last-minute things. Then her mom came home from work and handed Anne some money. "'What's this for?' Anne asked. "'You may have a hard time believing what I'm about to tell you,' Mom began. "'A gentleman came into my shop today and asked me about you going to the Philippines. "'Apparently, he'd heard about it from someone else. "'I'd never seen this man before, and he handed me money to give to you for your trip.' "'When Anne looked at the money, her eyes grew wide. "'What's the matter?' her mom asked. "'Do you know what this means?' This puts me over the cost of my plane ticket by a dollar and ten cents. God is good, Mom exclaimed. I told you he would work in your life and in his time. He provides for our needs, even if sometimes we think he's working a little too slowly. The story you have heard today is from God's Greatest Stories, written by various authors and compiled by Randy Fischel and used with permission from the Pacific Press Publishing Association. If you're interested in any other books published by the Seventh-day Adventist Church, please visit AdventistBookCenter.com or call 1-800-765-6955. This podcast is a production of the Carolina Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church.